It was Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes on Sunday. Are those the two most stable and consistent dynasty assets right now? All that and more in this episode of the Lockdown Dynasty Football Podcast. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Today's episode of Locked On Dynasty is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. You pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match of up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. Welcome into the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, everybody. I am Kate Majuk. You can follow me on Twitter at FFBallBlast. And as always, I am joined by my favorite co-host, Marcus Mosher. You can follow him on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. Be sure, hit that subscribe button wherever you are listening. And be sure to check us out on YouTube. Give us those thumbs up. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us those five-star reviews because we so appreciate your help. And we so want to help you win a Dynasty Championship. Marcus, happy Monday. We are through almost another week of the NFL season and we got finally some like quality primetime football. But first I must condense, uh, send you my condolences Thank on you. the loss of the Dallas Cowboys to the, the fantastic Philadelphia yes. Eagles. Uh, congratulations Philadelphia for beating the Cowboys backup quarterback. It's truly an amazing feat. At Night Football. I hope it helps you win the Super Bowl this year. Guys, uh, don't be, don't be off put by Marcus's uh, sharp tongue this morning. Uh, just, yeah. He's running on short sleep it's, and on it's a loss. Right. I just listen, Philadelphia, just know your place. You're just the, the little stepbrother to the Cowboys. Uh, all right. Let's, know uh, your place. <laughs> know your place, undefeated team. Oh uh, let's, okay, let's talk about that Chiefs-Bills game. It was an awesome game. But um, I think you and I both had the same thought kind of coming out of that game. Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, absolutely ridiculous. We'll read the stats really quickly. Josh Allen, 330 passing yards, three touchdowns. Also added in 32 yards in the ground. Patrick Mahomes, 338 passing yards, two touchdowns. He also had two interceptions, but did rush for 21 yards. Kate, I kind of just think these are the two most stable fantasy assets, dynasty assets, even in just one quarterback leagues, because you just can bank on these guys every season to total 40-plus touchdowns, to get you some rushing yards. They're on elite offenses, and there's a lot of value in that. Yeah, and I think, it, I mean, it was so fun watching these two guys go head-to-head. I wish I could play this matchup on repeat over and over and over again. Um, but, I mean, Josh Allen, just so reliable. I wanted to talk a little bit about, is like, did we finally see that tear break moment uh, with Patrick Mahomes, with Josh Allen? I, I feel like we've always, uh, you know, for the purposes of dynasty, have kind of ranked them as like 1A, 1B. Mm-hmm. With Josh Allen typically out, ahead. number one. Yeah, yeah as, as 1A. Is this the moment where we kind of saw that that breakaway for Josh Allen where he he stamped a tear break after him and it's just Josh Allen in this tier? Because uh, Marcus, looking at what he has done over the, the last uh, three fantasy seasons – 
averaging 28.2 points per game. He has finished as a QB1 in 66% of his outings. Never, never has finished as a QB3. Never Never. has fallen outside of the, like literally never fallen outside of the top 24, which is pretty incredible. Um, I mean, QB1 every single week this season I like. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I still think Allen's number. I think Allen's one, Kate. But I don't think there's a massive gap. Let's just remember with Patrick Mahomes over the last five seasons, he's averaging 300 passing yards per game, and he's averaging like over a course of a 17 game schedule, like 42 touchdowns. So yes, Josh Allen, the ceiling is so much higher. But there is something to say for the consistency, right? Like you just know the Chiefs offense is going to be good every single week. Mahomes is going to throw for 300-ish yards. And he's a good bet to score at least two touchdowns. So I I don't see a massive gap. I have Josh Allen number one. But those, to me, those two are so much further ahead than everybody else. Uh, Even ahead of Lamar Jackson, who we've seen now over the last couple weeks, he can have some really up and down games. Yeah, interestingly enough, so we we saw a little bit of a preseason dip. Um, and for everybody who's listening, looking at DynastyLeagueFootball.com, we do have the latest batch of ADP for the month of October. And even after a uh, – we saw a little dip in Lamar Jackson's preseason ADP. He's back up to QB2. So right now it's, it's Josh Allen QB1. Lamar Jackson, QB2, Justin Herbert, then Patrick Mahomes, and Jalen Hurts, which, I mean, it still feels to me like it's Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, then everybody else. Yep, we're we're in line here. Those are your two best quarterbacks. And also, again, there's something to say for stability. You know that Patrick Mahomes is going to be this lights-out fantasy producer for the next 10-plus years. And if you have him on your dynasty uh, dynasty team, you just put him in your lineup every week and you forget about it and you feel awesome about it. So Marcus in that same span for Patrick Mahomes uh, over the last three seasons, he has also never finished as a, uh, a quarterback outside of the top 24, never finished as a QB three, that kind of safety and floor. um, And knowing that, you know, like right now we see, Josh Allen, uh, you know, I'm I'm certain he's elevating his weapons, but he's got a talented group of playmakers around him in yes. Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis, Dawson Knox. I, I think there's definitely a, a big difference in weaponry for Patrick Mahomes in comparison to Josh Allen right now. I Finally agree. saw Juju take up a little bit, but I mean, for Patrick Mahomes to still be doing what Patrick Mahomes is doing uh, when it's really just Travis Kelsey who's presenting that big uh, explosive play threat is pretty incredible. And, and we know they'll get more weapons. They've got a lot of draft picks coming up over the next couple of years. They've got some cap space opening up. They'll be fine. So that's, again, our, the biggest takeaway is those, to me, one and two, uh, the most stable, the most consistent fantasy assets uh, out there. Ken, I want to talk about the the running back position in Dynasty right now because, oof, oof, uh, it's it's – it's tough out there if you are a running back. There's just not many great options. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about Nugenics. Uh, if you're feeling like you're having a hard time getting in shape or trying to stay in shape, it's not your fault. As men age, our body naturally loses t- testosterone, 
We call it the man hormone. It happens to every man. It can make it more difficult to stay in shape and be energetic and active. Well, excuse me, boost free testosterone that the aging process robs. You'll feel stronger, leaner, more energy, and you'll have more drive. Uh, it's It can really help you get back into the shape that you were in your you know, late teens, mid-20s. I know that's hard to believe, but they actually can help. If you want a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea, when you text uh, NFL to 231231, once again, that's all you have to do is you have to text 231231 uh, and text the words NFL, all capital, to get a free bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back in shape fast, absolutely free. Text NFL to 231231. Message and data rates may apply. Terms apply available at nugenics.com slash terms. We also want to tell you about Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens is it has a very mild tropical taste uh, that I actually look forward to having each morning. I had it right before we jumped on the podcast. So what is in this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins and minerals to help your, start your day off right. It costs you less than $3 a day. You are investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit way cheaper uh, prices have gone way up there in fact it's cheaper than just going out and buying all the supplements yourself right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition especially as we head into cold and flu season it's just one scoop and a cup of water every day that's it no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network. Again, it's athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay, let's talk about uh, Brees Hall because we've been talking about him a lot over the last uh, couple of weeks. Now, I asked you a few a few weeks ago, how many running backs would you take over Brees Hall and that list included players like Nick Chubb, Austin Eckler. I'm curious if you feel the same. Uh, it, it's it's clear that he's become the, the featured guy in New York. 20 carries for 116 yards and a touchdown. Uh, also had a two for five in the passing game. But is Brees Hall a legitimate top five dynasty running back moving forward? Yes. Uh, like indisputably, yes. And my God, Brees Hall. Like – just absolutely dominating, passing that eye test by like a, a literal mile. Um, 17 plus carries in each of the last three games, a touchdown in each of the last three games. He's breaking off runs. He is every bit the running back that we had hoped. Um, but I I don't know that there's there's much to argue about here. I don't think uh, really there's anything to argue about here 5.1 yards per attempt this season yeah um, and it it took him a minute to get started so you gotta love that so how many running backs we're gonna re- redo this again Jonathan Taylor still number one for you I'm sure uh DeAndre Swift yep Saquon Barkley yes no yeah. no oh this okay. is the moment this is the moment we all right uh Christian McCaffrey uh, 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 Brees, Austin Eckler, Brees. Yeah, and that's this is what's happened now in, in just a couple of weeks because I, I remember us, 
you know, being a little bit on the fence, but when you stack together multiple games like this, you know, last week against the, the Dolphins, 18 carries for 97 yards and a touchdown, two catches for 100 yards, uh, and then against the Steelers, 66 yards and a touchdown, got some work in the passing game. Like, he is legitimately an RB1 moving forward. Yeah, I think, I mean, must start, fire him up. Uh, he's everything that you wanted. And I think like the encouraging thing and the thing that helps me a little bit here, Marcus, and gives me that more, uh, that, that boost of faith is that we haven't seen Michael Carter eliminated from this team's game plan. Like uh, has yet to have a week where he's played fewer than 42% of the team snaps. Uh, and even with that being the case, uh, Brees Hall is, absolutely freaking dominating yes. like i think what we're seeing and in my concern is that that or my concern previously had been like that i didn't think michael carter was going to be eliminated from this picture entirely and does that change the way that that Brees hall's ceiling looks um and it doesn't and i i think the jets are actually kind of putting together a sort of winning formula taking that ball out of Zach Wilson's hands and putting it into your dominant playmaker uh, in Brees Hall. Smart move. Uh, let's stay with the Jets really quickly before we get to another rookie running back. Um, they win again. Uh, they looked really good against the Packers. However, there's a, a kind of concerning trend that's happening in these games. Um, they're running the ball really well. Tight ends are playing well. But their two young receivers, Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore, have no connection with Zach Wilson. Um, Wilson and Elijah Moore combined for eight yards on Sunday. Eight yards. And if you look at Garrett Wilson's numbers, let's do it like this. Garrett Wilson with Joe Flacco in the first three games of the season, uh, he was averaging 71 yards per game. Okay, Uh, Garrett Wilson over the last three games with Zach Wilson – Mm, 41 yards against the Steelers, 27 yards against the Dolphins, eight yards against the Packers. That's 25 yards per game. Elijah Moore completely has disappeared. Uh, In the first three games with Flacco, he was over 40 yards in every single game. Zero targets in week six, despite running 32 routes. He's gone, Kate. it's, It's super concerning because we saw this last year. Like Elijah Moore was somebody who was really good with Mike White and Joe Flacco. But as soon as Zach Wilson got in the game, he disappeared. And he wasn't – you couldn't trust him at all in your fantasy lineups. Is this concerning going forward? Uh, I think it is. And I think we're starting to see some of those frustrations. Like, we have those frustrations as fantasy managers, right? Like, we're angry that that Zach Wilson can't deliver the ball we're starting to see that like actually spill over into real life. Uh, Elijah Moore um, spoke out on Twitter a little bit uh, with the preface that like, he's not going to speak out, but he spoke out um, spoiler alert, but uh, you can see that he's starting to get a little frustrated. Like if only Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson were Braxton Berrios and then they'd be a wider zero one. I don't know what the problem is because I think, looking at two of these wide receivers, like there's some of my favorite wide receivers over the last two seasons to come out of the draft. So what it, it is just, going on? I don't know. It feels like their skill sets do not mesh at all, right? Like Elijah Moore coming out of Ole Miss, 
He is a slot receiver who gets open quickly and makes plays after the catch, right? He's like a precise route runner. And Garrett Wilson is the same way. He runs awesome routes on the outside. If you have a quarterback that can deliver the ball on time, he can make you pay. That's not really Zach Wilson, right? Like Zach Wilson wants to run around, scramble, and try to make like these backyard plays happen. That doesn't really fit Wilson and Elijah Moore. So I, it's tough because I like the talent on both those guys, but I don't know how you can trust either of them going forward. I I don't think you can trust them. Um, I, like in a redraft leagues, both of these guys are droppable easily. Yeah. Um, but I think in, in a dynasty, these are guys that you're going to be stashing on your bench. And I mean, Marcus, I'm going to be honest, even though the, the Jets are a winning football team right now, I do think that, you know, Zach Wilson is probably not the answer. And I think they're going to come to that realization yep. sooner rather than later. So I do think this is a time where I'm looking to buy Garrett Wilson, buy Elijah Moore. Um, just with the hopes that at some point we're going to get a new quarterback here. Because, I mean, once you throw in that quarterback position, right, like things look a lot different. Like suddenly you have a a decent quarterback and this team looks a lot different. You could throw Jimmy Garoppolo into this offense and I'd be happy with what we could potentially get out of Elijah Moore. And, you know, Garrett Wilson, like I, I, I think that, there is something to be said for the fact that the quarterbacks, you know, not getting it done. And there are so many talented playmakers around him. He's not long for this offense. And uh, Garrett Wilson on uh, the latest batch of dynasty league football's ADP wide receiver five, Elijah Ooh. Moore, or sorry, I, I mispronounced uh, wide receiver 15, excuse me, <gasps> Elijah Moore wide receiver 28. Thank God you said 15 because I was yes, like, holy crap, it's, rapid it's reaction. It's early. It's early. Um, no, but that kind of crazy, honestly. Um, and those two guys, again, combined for eight yards. And it's here's what's concerning is it's not like this is a one or two week trend that, hey, you know, Zach Wilson's still getting used to them. We saw this last year with Elijah Moore. Like he just did not produce at all with Garrett Wilson. So, but you throw in any other quarterback and he goes off like that. That's what's so frustrating. Ugh. Yeah. I'm tough. It, tough. It's tough sledding. Uh, tough sledding. Maybe the Steelers and the Jets should switch quarterbacks. That'd be a little bit more fun. Uh, all right, let's uh let's we're going to talk about Kenneth Walker because we, we first start of his career thought he was awesome. But before we do that, I want to tell you about prize picks. Prize picks is so much fun. All you have to do is pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize pick projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize picks offers projections on just about any sport that you watch. This, this includes NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, eSports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, Euro basketball, cricket, and more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy. They are currently operational in 30 states and in Canada. Download the Price Pick app or go to pricepicks.com and sign up to play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKEDON. If you deposit 100 Price picks will give you 100. If you deposit 50, price picks will give you 50. 
Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. All right, Kate, uh, let's talk about the, the, the other rookie running back, Kenneth Walker, 21 carries for 97 yards and a touchdown. Also caught two passes for 13 yards. On a day where there was only a couple running backs total 100 yards, Kenneth Walker doing this uh, in his first start. Pretty incredible. I'm I'm really excited going forward. Yeah, Kenneth Walker going to be a stud. I love the fact that we saw that workhorse utilization. 21 carries in his debut as a starter, um, averaging 4.6 yards per attempt. Got the score. Like You love every single thing about that. Let's talk about some other runners. Like some of the, you you mentioned the grossness at the top of the show uh, of the the running back position at this point. Leading the NFL in rushing this week, headed into Monday Night Football, is Baltimore Ravens running back Kenyon Drake. Let's talk about that, my man, because I think that is uh, interesting as hell. We had a breakaway run, um, a, a long touchdown for Kenyon Drake, but he continued to get fed, right? Um, continued to get the ball, and I think he looked better than J.K. Dobbins. Is this just a a, a product of this specific game? Yes. Do you think yes. that, like, are we going to continue to see usage from Kenyon Drake? Because if he gets 10 carries per game in this Baltimore offense, that might be a weekly flex play. Yeah, I, I think this is a one-week thing. Uh, John Harbaugh said that J.K. Dobbins' knee just tightened up a little bit. Gus Edwards is coming back here, seems like, relatively soon. Justice Hill will also be back. I'm, I'm, I I don't really care about Kenyon Drake. It seems like a very much a, um, a weird one-off game that we shouldn't put much stock into. Okay, we forgot the biggest storyline of the day because it happened early Sunday morning, and then, boof. There's a whole bunch of games, I and mean, that's all we're talking about. Cam Akers, uh, Jake Glazer from Fox reports that the Rams are moving on one way or the other. Cam Akers is somebody who, even going into this year, a lot of dynasty owners really, really liked Cam Akers. His, his stock has fallen so much. Um, first and foremost, is there any hope that Cam Akers can bounce back somewhere else? I mean, the interesting thing is that, like, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm still kind of baffled by this whole situation. Like, there has to be more of a story here, right? The team literally asked him to stay home and not come to work on Thursday and Friday. You don't really often see that happen. Um, I, I don't know where, like, when we've seen this happen, uh, in, in the history. Like, it, we, we. We need to see him on a new offense, but the word is that it's like a philosophical difference, which at what I, I feel like you'll sometimes see that with quarterbacks, right? Like the, the guys that really have the pulse of the offense, how often do you see a running back who's completely struggling, have philosophical differences with their head coach? Like, just a weird, it's a weird story, but maybe he'll, uh, you know, find some, some burst with a new team. But I mean, point blank, I think when we're, you know, neither Cam Akers nor Daryl Henderson have looked great in the rushing game, but Daryl Henderson has still looked noticeably better. And I'm kind of wondering just how much of this is maybe the fact that 
Cam Akers uh, ruptured his Achilles. And that's not an injury that is easy to come back from. Like, you know, we've seen some of these running backs come back in spurts. Like we've seen uh, James Robinson come back in spurts. And then we saw that die off. Um, You know, maybe this is is a, a tougher injury than his quick return made it look. Yeah. I, I can't imagine anybody's going to trade anything significant for him, considering he is a running back coming off an Achilles injury, and it's been who's a looked long... as bad as he has. It's yeah, not like it, he's exactly he's looked good. Exactly, um, but for the Rams, I mean, Darrell <laughs> Darrell Henderson's probably going to be the guy. Twelve carries for forty three yards and a touchdown. He also caught two passes for nine yards. But okay, you look at the way the Rams ran the ball against the Panthers. I'm I'm just going to read you the stats. So we just mentioned Henderson. Ben Skowernick, one carry for 17 yards and a touchdown. Cooper Cup, two carries for 17 yards. Malcolm Brown, seven carries for 15 yards. Brandon Powell, three carries for 13 yards. That's another receiver. That's the third receiver to get touches. Tutu Atwell, one carry for nine yards. Ronnie Rivers, one carry for zero yards. And then Matt Stafford, two for three yards. So it's Darrell Henderson's backfield, but yuck. This is, I, I kind of don't want to Ronnie Rivers, baby. Uh, league winner that's four receivers that got carries in this game that's like some matt canada like <laughs> stuff right there yeah that's uh it, it's not good i the rams uh they came away with the win but again this team is just not not great um you know it, if you it, actually i want to cap the show off with this marcus let's end it on a positive note if there's one team that can force a resurgence for cam makers who would it be Mm. it's tough I, I i don't know if there's a great fit out there right now um jeez. <sighs> I, I i don't is there an, is there a team out there that comes to mind for you i mean i i the 49ers would be a decent fit but there's no way they trade him inside the division right i think Tim unless Bay- you do truly think he's washed then you're like yeah, yeah let's let's trade I think Tampa Bay would maybe explore it because Leonard Fournette was looking a little beat up on the sideline. Maybe somebody like Kansas City explores it, but I, I just got a feeling this is a situation where the, the they're probably going to eventually release him, and he might get picked up and stay on somebody's bench for a while, and that's probably the last we've heard of K-Makers. Well, that I was trying to end on a positive note, but man, did you take the wind out of my sails just now, Marcus. That was... Sorry. Oh, that was a tough one, but I think we all needed to hear it. And um, if you have any offers, uh, let's end it. One, I'm gonna retry to end this. Uh, if you have, if you have Cam Akers on your roster, and you are fielding offers for him, right, and you're banking on this idea that he could get a resurgence with another team, what is the the least you would accept? Uh, like a, a third, third round, round pick. pick? Yeah, okay. third round pick. Anything up beyond that, I'm just holding on to him in the hopes that like the Chargers sign him or the Raiders, and now he's the 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 main handcuff. But like that's probably going to be his role for the rest of the season, and then we'll we'll see about going into the future. But yeah, tough Man, break, tough. tough break. Yeah. Uh, all right, that is it for today's show. Thank you for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Now make your second listen the Peacock and Williams at NFL Show. Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson give you the expert NFL analysis in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. 
Follow Kate on Twitter at FFBallBlast. I am at Marcus underscore Mosier. Matt and Ryan will be back on Tuesday and Wednesday. We will finish out the week on Thursday and Friday. Uh, enjoy the rest of week six, and we'll help you get ready for week seven. See you, see you everybody. <laughs>